Hello and welcome back to Puffcast, the ultimate Hufflepuff podcast. This is episode 23 on January 20th, 2021. Yes. 21, 21. people. <laughs> we had a little mishap last time. We know what year it is. Don't worry. Maybe. Yeah. I am Melanie. And I'm Juliana. Back in July. July of 2020 we recorded a live episode at popcon and so this week we are gracing you all with that lovely live episode but to start off we have some news and some feedback (laughs) from our last episode which was episode 22 where we had our friend sophie on and we talked about tina goldstein So first, we have just some general things. So if you live in the US, just it's been a wild week. Just stay safe, my friends. And also just a note that we, as a podcast, are almost at one year. Hooray! Yay! So we will have something coming up special for that. We're not quite sure what it will be yet, but stay tuned. And I think we have a special giveaway that we might be doing along with whatever else we are going to plan on doing. Also, we are in the process of brainstorming our topics and games. And so if you have any ideas for us, please send us a email, drop us a DM anywhere that we have social accounts, or just shout out into the universe and hope that we hear it. That's not really the best way to do it, but hey, you got your ideas out there. You can't lie to anyone and say you didn't. I mean, if they're standing in front of our windows, I yeah. might hear it. Juliana, Juliana, <laughs> let down your hair. <laughs> That's an idea. Uh, But yeah, whatever you can think of, we have some ideas already settled and we are going to, after this recording, work on some more ideas. But yeah, we are so happy to hear from you and what you would wish to hear and see from Mm -hmm. us. So please, please send us a message. We also want to challenge you this week, together with Buttercup, to share this podcast with other people because more listeners equals more fun. So... Listen with them together, trick them into it, as Juliana wrote in the doc. (laughs) Beg them, (laughs) be creative, and let us know how you manage that, because we would really like to know, and possibly if there is something fun, we would like to share it on the episode. (laughs) Yes, did you create a pie that says, listen to Puffcast on the top, and they were like, oh my, I love pies, and I must listen to Puffcast. That would be a very creative way to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure someone will do that. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there must be a pie maker out there somewhere who listens to us. Yeah. Or like use your t- pizza toppings, you know, Ooh. a la Juliana and uh, spell Puffcast or something. Well, pizza is a, ki- <laughs> is a type of pie. So if you have a pizza that says Puffcast on it, I will also take that as a pie submission. Yes, share this podcast with others and recommend us as much as you can because that would really, really help us grow and find more fun and great friends that we have made last year. We would like to find more. Yes, and also in our news, many of you or most of you have probably noticed that we officially have a new logo and the new stickers have officially arrived. Hooray! So... Like I've said at the end of almost all of our episodes, if you leave us a review, I will send you a sticker. Stay tuned and (laughs) check out our socials. I know I posted them to our story and I will probably post them to our Instagram feed. So if you like the logo, you'll love the sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We also had plenty of positive 
reviews from mm-hmm. our friends about the new logo. They really loved it. Yes. They loved the vibe and it looks very inviting and happy. And there's pizza on the top. <laughs> yes, there's a teeny tiny pizza somewhere hidden on the logo. So give <laughs> us a shout out if you can locate the pizza. And who knows, maybe if you locate the pizza, I will also send you a sticker. It's okay. all up in the air. Yeah. Stickers for everyone. <laughs> everyone gets a sticker. You get a sticker. You get a sticker. And then we wanted to still give out a little shout out to Spencer, or also known as OM Muggle Class, who organized a little meetup with other product creators. And we took part to it a short while mm-hmm. ago. And it was so much fun. And I just, or we just wanted to give him another shout out and say thank you thinking of us for inviting us it was so great and we can't wait to do this again he also promised a trivia night coming up yes so we are really excited about that yeah there were a couple more potter creators anu was there the potter kid andre or known as wilson swans and was there anyone else us uh spencer (laughs) yeah because there were six people but we were two of the six so yeah yeah that's true uh there was someone else supposed to be there but um we hopefully will get to know her next time because she could make it but that was so much fun so thank you spencer and we are looking forward to the next hangout Yes, and I know he's trying to get connected with as many kind of Potter creators as he can, really. So if you also out there are a Potter creator, go check out OM Muggle Class on Instagram and just say hi to Spencer and he might invite you to one of these little get-togethers, too, if you're someone who is a Potter creator. (laughs) Tell him we sent you. (laughs) Yes, yes, you must tell him. You don't don't get any special thing or or anything for that, but (laughs) just for a laugh. Yes smile a nice wave <laughs> and a thank you from us yes um yeah okay so that is all the news that we have for this episode slash week and we also just have a general feedback from episode 22 which again was our episode with sophie about tina goldstein and overall people really enjoyed this episode and someone even called it a classic i think that was jeff but <laughs> yeah <laughs> True. And back to, to Jeff, we say, Jeff, you are a classic. <laughs> I think it was just overall received pretty well. So that's awesome. Yeah, people really liked it. And we had so much fun with Sophie. Yeah. Then we have had so many responses to that yes. episode's Buttercups question, which was, would Tina have made a good Hufflepuff or possibly any other houses? And we got so many responses. And the very first one came from Melanie, also known as Mela the Hufflenan. And she said, I feel like Puff is a strong choice for her. But I also think in future movies, we may get to see an incredibly brave side. So maybe Gryffindor. Mm. We were very unsure in the episode of yeah. where to really place her. Because we don't know enough about her yet. So... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe we change yeah. we change even Sophie's mind. Well, Sophie's very opinionated, so I don't know <laughs> if that's gonna happen. <laughs> I yeah, I found it very interesting too how and we'll see from these responses as we go down, everyone kind of had a different idea as to mm-hmm. which house she should be in. And yeah. they all had pretty valid reasons too. So I think it's definitely interesting and listeners, I hope you find it interesting as we go through each of these responses to see why and where they place tina so our next response came from real fishy and she said 
I would say a Gryffindor because she's an or because she is brave and reckless. Basically the book description of a Gryffindor. Um, and then after she said that her and Sophie pretty much had a pretty spirited discussion on our Instagram posts and they pretty much came to the conclusion that she and Sophie like to talk Potter with each other and like to have informed and well Potter educated discussions with other Potter heads. <laughs> I don't think they settled which house Tina is officially no. <laughs> in, but they did enjoy having a spirited conversation with one another. So head on over to our Instagram to check that out for yourself. Yeah. And then we had a response from Geek Girl on Wheels. She says, no, because she went to Ilvermorny. <laughs> Valid. Very true. But then we ask her, but what if she would have gone really to Hogwarts? And there she said, I think Queenie would be more Hufflepuff than Tina would be. She is very fact-related and a rules-imposed type. I would say Ravenclaw with a hint of Slytherin. Hmm. So, hmm. so, so far we've gotten Gryffindor, Raven, Slytherclaw, and... <laughs> What did the first person say? I can't remember at this point. Did they say Gryffindor? A very strong choice of Puff uh, uh, to be a Puff, but possibly also a Gryffindor. Ah, uh, okay. So I feel like people so far are taking her braveness and assuming that she's a Gryffindor and yeah. just going with that. Our next person, who is at City of Stars, said, I think she's between a being a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. So again, it seems like those are... That's one of the more popular combinations we have going on right now. Yeah, because the next one is from Rosier Goldstein. Uh, and she also says, I think she would be Gryffindor or possibly Ravenclaw because she is really brave in the first movie. She tries to help Credence even though she knew that Graves is more powerful than her. And she also ran to save Jacob from the blue flames in the second movie. She's also pretty smart because I'm assuming that's a job qualification of being an Auror. And I think this is definitely one of the greatest factors here because mm -hmm. she is a an Auror, people think that she must be a Gryffindor or should have been a Gryffindor if she was in Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. We see the, the strong, brave part. So I think it's hmm. starting to look much more like a Gryffindor. Yeah. I think it's interesting too because you brought up the point of her being an Auror that the, really the only Aurors we see except for Tonks are all from Gryffindor, I believe. Um, we already know that the books give us a pretty skewed view of of uh, the Gryffindors slash the mm -hmm. Slytherins because we don't really get much Ravenclaw Hufflepuff content in the entirety of the books. So I have a feeling that if we, per se, lived in the Puffs common room or on the set of the Puffs play, we would see some more Aurors that were not Gryffindors. I think we should not really go by the stories, but look at the people that we know. Because that tells you a lot to those that are sorted into Ravenclaw and in Hufflepuff. Uh, we can mm -hmm. tell by who they are, maybe, yeah. a bit more. What type of a person, um, generally speaking, a Hufflepuff or a Ravenclaw actually is. Because we don't get that much info in the books. That is very true. Yeah. All of the auras that we do know just happen to be Gryffindors because mm -hmm. I feel as though stays with like and you have all the Gryffindors who went to school together and they're all still friends with each other and they're really only friends with each other <laughs> and they're well, not friends not, with the other. It's not like 100% true though because we have for example Tonks who is a Hufflepuff mm -hmm. and she's an aura as well so and I think yeah. there might be some Ravenclaws 
There have to be Ravenclaw auras. There, these these are wizard detectives. Honestly, I feel like yeah. the best wizard detectives would be Ravenclaws because yeah. they're the most intuitive. Because I feel like there is much more to being an aura than just being brave. But depending maybe yeah. also on, on what restriction you work in, or is that the right, mm-hmm. right word, you need more smarts, for example. Or you have to be more in in touch with your feelings and be sympathetic to people Mm -hmm. so you're not only out there on the street and catching bad people (laughs) yeah or you can be in the harry potter dumb brave and lucky (laughs) auras where everything just so happens to work out and you only know one spell but you can be an aura apparently (laughs) whatever well i guess if you killed off the biggest baddie in the whole wizarding world, um, I guess that automatically qualifies you no matter how bad your grades were in casting spells. <laughs> I feel like that's some football players who are renowned for playing football. Uh, I mean, American football here. And then you hear them in interviews and you're like, there's nothing in that head. There's nothing. There's literally mm-hmm. nothing there. And they're like world renowned people. And people really look up to them. And then you look at them, and you're like, wow, you're just a strong, lucky guy. Sometimes people forget also they are normal people. Yeah. So with any celebrity, it, no matter if it's from the movies, music, or sports, we put them on a higher pedestal. Than, yeah. Yeah. Than, than we should. I agree. Okay. We have still some more. Yes. And we have one more response from Hufflepuff Pugwaji3897. And they said, MuggleNet did an article on why Tina would be a Slytherin, and I totally agree. She has all the qualities for it. I love the idea of it because Newt being a Hufflepuff and Tina being a Slytherin would be adorable. Plus, maybe people wouldn't have such a problem with Slytherin if the characters like Tina were in that house. And to that I say, not all Slytherins. Yes, that would be great. Again, I'm feeling like we shouldn't go too much by the stories because it is only by the point of view from Harry. And Mm -hmm. we should actually look at the real life situations and look at the people that we have around us that are sorted into Slytherin. And we can easily tell from them they're not evil. (laughs) Yeah, not all Slytherins are racist. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, and I think just being a secondary Slytherin, I feel like that is a pretty good combination of Mm -hmm. Newt and Tina being a Slytherin and Hufflepuff, because I feel like those two houses do very well to balance each other out. Yeah, that's how everyone has a different view of Mm -hmm. of a character, so mm, yeah, it's hard to say. This is a question we probably will never get an answer to, just because half the questions in Fantastic Beasts we don't get answers to anyway, and this one isn't even a relevant question. <laughs> there is still hope, Juliana. There is still hope. Three more movies. <laughs> I have hope for other questions besides this one. This one I've lost all hope for, but other questions I would really love to have answered, please and thank you. Yeah, but we were hoping that uh, through asking you guys about your opinion that we would get maybe a clearer answer no, nope. but apparently not. <laughs> so, nope, still lo- looks like mud. <laughs> it's still confusing and we all don't really know. But let's see what happens in the next three movies. Yep, we shall see. Stay tuned, friends. Okay, so that was our little feedback from our Buttercups question for the week. And also we wanted to make a note that 
since this is the second episode of the month, at the beginning of this month, we had our donation to the charity of our friends slash patrons choosing. And if you would like to contribute to this donation, you can join us over on Patreon. This is part of your Patreon bonus benefits is that we donate at least $1 to charity for each patron that we have a minimum of $10 per month. And we let our patrons help us decide where that money goes to every month. This month, we donated in honor of our patron, Jeff, who chose the charity called Reading is Fundamental, which helps underprivileged kids to get access to reading materials. Hooray! That's great. Yeah. I think I've actually used some of the resources from this program when I was little, uh, just because I did not grow up in a very well-off family. I know that we definitely use some of their stuff in grade school because I remember their logo being on the top of like worksheets and stuff. So they not only help direct like families, but they help teachers in classrooms and things like that, which is awesome. Hmm. Because as people who have read the Harry Potter books, we know that reading is fun, right? Fundamental. <laughs> and... And we had a few quick responses. The Reading is Fundamental Instagram account responded to us. Thank you. This is wonderful. And then we had a lovely response from Mel or Mela the Huffle Nan. And she said, I love this. Reading is Fundamental was a huge part of my ability to access books as a poor child. Between Reading is Fundamental and the public library, I always knew wherever we moved to, I could still read and escape. And to that I say, ditto. I agree. <laughs> It's so nice to see that there are such organizations and that kids really find joy in that. So I'm I'm really happy to hear that we have actually some examples here as well yeah. in you and in, in her that you have actually used this when you were younger. I love it. It's awesome to just share literacy and share reading with really anyone of any age, especially kids, but anyone of any age can start reading. So like to donate to them as well just head on over to readingisfundamental.org and you can also send a donation their way or you can come join us on patreon either one <laughs> do both yeah do both yeah, actually both. yes so please <laughs> please <laughs> and our last piece of today is we have gotten a new five-star review and this one was by katarina page and she wrote a short so fun, lots of giggles. I am having a blast listening to these two. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are, we're so happy to entertain you <laughs> in some yes. way with our silly goofiness. Yes. <laughs> and, and thank you to everyone who has reviewed us so far. It helps us gain a little bit more visibility and traction when you're searching for things in the Apple Podcast app. Yes, please, please go and check it out. And I have actually noticed that there is some kind of confusion about Apple Podcasts and iTunes, depending on if you use it on your computer or on your phone. Oh, yes. You can't access the podcast through iTunes, I believe, like and actually listen to them on your phone. You have to use the Apple Podcast app if you're going through your phone. Okay. It will let you review them in the Apple Podcast app on your phone or if you use iTunes on your computer. Okay, so and they might take a few days to actually show up. I noticed also. Yeah, yeah, that that's what happened with the review that Anu left us as well. It took her like a yeah three or four days for her review to show up. But. Yeah, so don't be don't be alarmed in case that you're leaving us a review or a rating. It might take a few days before it shows up because I have had uh, someone being very confused about that, <laughs> and <laughs> we had to try and figure it out. 
But yeah, so thank you so much for all your responses, for your reviews and ratings. We appreciate so much. Mm-hmm. And now do, 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 do. <laughs> we are jumping back into time and let you enjoy our episode of the Virtual Popcorn from July 2020. And we hope you enjoy. So I hand my time turner over to you, friends. Enjoy! Goodbye! <laughs> so okay hi mel hello everyone hi juliana hello <laughs> hi everyone out there hello we are a little bit nervous because we have never done this live we are usually just doing it by ourselves maybe with a guest but in our private time so this is a whole new experience but we do use video every time though so that's true we are more (laughs) i know a lot of podcasts do not we'll be good on that my friends so (laughs) i guess first our our first matter of business is to tell you what the heck we even are because i'm like 99 percent sure most of you have no clue who we are and that's okay (laughs) because that's gonna change (laughs) yes Yes. So, first of all, I'm Melanie, and I am a German that lives in Finland. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan since nearly the beginning, and uh, a full-blooded Hufflepuff. I love books and food and all the good good stuff, and this is one of my great friends, Juliana. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello. So I'm Juliana. I am living in the United States. I am a dietitian in my muggle job. I live on Cape Cod. It's very hot here right now. I also am a Hufflepuff, as we talked about already. I have a dog. Her name is Myrtle. Yes, named after Moaning Myrtle. You are correct. And my favorite color is purple. There we go. Okay, now you know like... magical of you. (laughs) Yeah, it's so magical. Purple is apparently the most magical color. So, <laughs> oh yeah, didn't we have that discussion already? I think. I feel so. like we talked about that. Yeah, I can't remember when but, or where. Yeah, to let you know what we are actually doing with this podcast. Again, our podcast is called Puffcast. So it's as we say, the ultimate Hufflepuff podcast. And uh, what we are doing is basically. We are two very proud Hufflepuffs and we want to brighten up people's day because everyone is living such stressful lives and lately the fandom has been quite negative, to be honest, and we want to stir that up a little bit and bring some positivity and silliness and fun. So this is what we are here for. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just kind of here (laughs) to... Just talk about like all things Hufflepuff, all things Harry Potter, all things just like life, I guess. Yeah, generally everything that happens. Yeah, we've had some friends on, we've had some Niffler experts on, we're having a wand expert on tomorrow, which that episode will come out in two weeks, but we're fully going to like assassinate this man because we have such a love for (laughs) wands for some reason. And every time we have a conversation, it always comes back to wands. And truly, we have so many questions for this this poor gentleman who volunteered to be on the podcast with us. So um, <laughs> he might need your, your, your help and prayers and maybe just like a few band-aids or something when we're done with him. So <laughs> send it on down. 
our one of our yeah. goals too with this podcast is kind of to create like a community as well with our listeners and with just within the Harry Potter community too because even though Mel said that it's been so negative recently in the Harry Potter community most of that stemming just from JK Rowling herself the fandom itself actually has been very good in their response and inclusive and positive and just being like we support our transgender friends and this is why and Overall, we want to just exemplify that positive community vibe. And whether it's through just you guys listening to us, whether it's through the comments that you send us, because we're more than happy to read like truly any feedback that we get on the podcast. So if you have feedback on this, let us know and give us your name. We are at puffcastpod at gmail.com or at puffcastpod anywhere that you can find our social media. So send us your feedback, please. And thank you. We just want to build a community around positivity and the harry potter community and just we just we just like being friends with people i think that's really all it comes down to we just we just like having friends so will you be our friend please be our friend uh we are welcoming basically <laughs> anyone it doesn't matter what house you belong to we were asked prior before we started live if we would accept also slytherins yes we are everyone is welcome as long as you are a nice person <laughs> You know, Hufflepuffs love everyone. And um, yeah, so we are also having a third member uh, in our team. And her name is Buttercup. And I feel like we should give her a small introduction as well. Yes, there she is. (laughs) She's our mascot. Just don't let her hear that we said that. She's basically modeling for our graphics a lot. She's our official third team member. She, as Juliana wrote down in the doc, she's everything a Hufflepuff should be and more because she is a badger and (laughs) she's everywhere. I don't have a million Hufflepuff (laughs) stickers for our podcast everywhere. Just like shameless. I was, we were talking about this before and I was like, should I put it? No, that might be a good spot for it. So Buttercup usually gives us a challenge or a question every episode that the uh, listeners are supposed to share their answers with us. And that way we can include everyone a bit more and bring them on the show with their answers and feedback. Buttercup can't be here today because she's on vacation in Scotland visiting her family and she will be back soon. So I think that tells who we are. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. Do you think we should maybe jump into our main discussion for today? Sure. Cue fun little music. (laughs) Anyone who's watching, this is all the fun that happens behind the scenes. That our lovely editor Mel, because Mel does all the editing and she's fantastic and we love her so much. And she's really good at it. Okay, okay. She edits this stuff out. So you won't actually hear this probably on the actual recording when we publish it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. But this is the scrappy behind the scenes stuff. And also when we really go off the rails too. I have to say there's a small delay every now and then and that's why I sometimes don't hear you and I already start (laughs) the next thing. Yeah. Okay, but lead us into the main discussion. Okay. Our main discussion topic this week we're going to call Portrait Portrait on the Wall. Who is the puffiest? of them all. So essentially what we're going to do, Mel has her Hufflepuff cup ready for us. I do. Filled to the brim (laughs) with Harry Potter character names. And so we are going to randomly choose 10 out of the cup 
and then we will rate them on which one are the most Hufflepuff. And I assume we're going to use the traits from the Hufflepuff house to rate if they're Hufflepuff or not. So that would be, are they loyal? Are they friendly? Are they, if Juliana could, maybe I'll just look at my shirt. Loyal, kind, patient, hardworking, the whole Hufflepuff deal. So let's see what, what happens because we have a huge variety of characters written down and I have no idea who I'm going to pick. Yeah, this is truly just like a... Yeah, he was taking care of that I can't do any cheating. So here we go. Let's take the first one. <laughs> and we are starting with a great one. Can you see it? Voldemort. Oh, Voldemort. Oh boy. So how are we going to rank this? Do we I, want number 10 to be the most puffy or do we want number one to be the most puffy? No, number one, of course, is the most puffiest. Okay. So. okay. so my hot take on this is that Voldemort <laughs> is very loyal to his cause. So we can give him like a point for that. Mm -hmm. I think I'm probably going to end up scoring this like in a point range from like one to five i assume that's what i'm thinking i think i'll make some notes <laughs> yes so in my head is voldemort loyal yes he is loyal is he friendly no no there's no way he is friendly like he gets like negative points for that honestly no. is he hard working oh no, he makes everyone do everything for him. Definitely not patient. So I, depending on, I'm gonna put him at number two right now for me because depending on where what where, out of the characters, well, he got a point for. Oh, sorry, not number two. Oh, sorry, nine. Yeah, because okay. he. You think he's not the worst? He has one point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know what other characters we're going to be getting here. I give him one point. Let's see what happens. I'm sure everyone was immediately when they heard Voldemort. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, let's see. Who is the next one? Ah, but I've convinced you otherwise. Mm -hmm. Well, you got one point, so let's see what happens. Next one, Ludo Bagman. I don't know if you can read what I Ooh. any of the writing. Just trust me. <laughs> so Ludo Bagman, what do we know about him? Mm. I think he's a very cunning guy. He really mm. is determined to make money and likes to bed so i would say he is maybe yeah, hard working in that way he lies a lot though too because he gives the twins the leprechaun gold and then they don't realize it so i feel like mm -hmm. that's i mean that doesn't really detract from him being hard working but i just don't know how hard working he is to me he seems like that jock in high school who just genetically has a body that's made to play football or whatever the heck sport that he plays. And he like tries, but not as hard as other people do, but he gets higher rankings, you know? Does that make sense at all? Mm, so what do, what do we do with him? I think we would leave him maybe off mm. the board for a moment and see where we suit him in later. What do you think? I feel like I'm going to put him at... I'm, I'm just making a list here in our doc for myself. Yeah, I can see it. But I'm going to put him at, at 7. I'm going to give him the 7 spot for me. I'm going to give him a 1.25 out of 4. 1.25. Because I feel like he's more Hufflepuffy okay. than, than Voldemort. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's our next one. one? Next one. Ooh, Gilderoy Lockhart. Another difficult Ooh, one, I think. Ooh, well, I feel like we're getting a lot of, like, very, like, pompous. Very random. Self-centered. yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 
Big egos. Yeah, is that the cup of egos or the cup of puff of puff? Oh. I don't know. I I feel like I want to put him below Little Bagman. I want to put him even lower than Voldemort. He's so self-absorbed and yeah. so far away from a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Like, really. Maybe on eight for now. Yeah. I mean, he's not kind. He's not loyal to anyone but himself. He is mm-hmm. definitely not friendly. I wouldn't count. He's he's self-serving in, in every capacity. And he's the exact opposite of being honest. His whole career is based off of lies. Yeah, I would. That's why I think he it would be even lower than Voldemort because Voldemort. It's not dire. Mm-hmm. Of course, everyone is responsible for their actions, but he has also been created under the love spell, and he is not completely at fault as to how he is. You know, I feel like Lockhart has has lied to like everyone, like. He doesn't even have friends or family, it sounds like, that know he did these things. Whereas Voldemort at least is honest with his followers to a point. I would give him more honesty points than I would give Lockhart. I gave Lockhart on my rating scale a negative four. (laughs) You're giving him a minus four? I gave him a negative four. (laughs) 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 Who knew? We leave it at that for a moment. So let's dig in and see who else we get. Maybe it's someone easier to sort. Lupin. Remus Lupin. Hmm. So Lupin. He's very... I feel like he's very loyal to the cot. Like once he... hmm, Actually, I don't know. How do we feel about Lupin's loyalty? Because I feel like he's loyal to himself and he's loyal to not imposing himself upon other people and thus he's not... Loyal to himself? Well, in the fact that he doesn't want to be with Tonks because he's afraid of what he might do and the, the stigma of being with him in the wizarding world. And he just seems like he's so overly self-aware to a point where... He, he tries to be loyal to other people, but then he gets in his own way, thus kind of in retrospect ends up being loyal to himself, imposing himself on other people, you know? Does that make any sense? That could just make absolutely no sense. That's also an option, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he has a lot of self-doubt and he is having lots of bad experience and that's why he is very reserved. I do think, Mm -hmm. though, that he is very loyal to not only the cause, but to his friends and Mm. his family. So I would definitely say that he is loyal. He is super kind and very helpful. He is, as Harry says, his favorite and best teacher he ever had. And he is really encouraging the children to learn And I think that is definitely also a big plus on that board. So I think he gets several points for this. I'm actually going to put him at the top now that I'm thinking about it. Out of those four, he's definitely the most Hufflepuff. (laughs) I feel like, too, because he has such a friendship with James, Pettigrew, and Sirius, that is just, he really values that friendship. And he really values that his friends would... Mm-hmm. turn into animagus for him he really values them to the point where yes. he confronts wormtail about betraying his other friends and like pretty much just doing the thing like friends don't tell friends secrets Mm-mm-mm-mm. 
meh that we all did back in like middle school or whatever the heck time we did that where we were like oh friends don't tattle on friends when we were like stealing the whatever the bathroom pass or something stupid like that let's let's keep him on the on the upper yes yeah okay Ooh. okay there is dumbledore okay. Ooh, dumbledore Ooh, i would mm, my my initial response is he goes mm. below lupin definitely What's your hot take on Dumbledore, Mella? I just talked about Lupin for like forever, so let's hear a Mel <laughs> hot take instead of a Juliana hot take. Um, again, I find it really difficult to put him in any other place than Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Some of these are so distinctly written for this specific house that it's really difficult to find traits of Hufflepuff in them. But I think he is a very kind person if he wants to be. Yeah, He is very... He's friends with everyone, which we thrive for as well. Yeah. He... I mean, even the house elves, he's friends with the house elves. So I would give that a friendship point. So he at least has one point from us. <laughs> the mer people. Oh, yes. Yep. I would put him between Lupin and Ludo for right now, somewhere in between there, and then see if we shift him up or down, depending on who is next, next in line. Yeah. See, I would give him... I would give him like half a point for loyalty because he's like loyal to his cause, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I just have big. I mean, Dumbledore's like my favorite character. Don't get me wrong, because he is so flawed, and he also just says things like, "Oh, I need a knitting pattern." It just makes me chuckle. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like he, I feel like he is loyal given the situation, and he is kind to most people. Uh, I, he gets no points for honesty. If anything, he gets negative points for honesty. And friendship, I would give him like a point for. So I'm going to put him at like a two and a half, maybe, from my on my random rating okay. scale. That means absolutely nothing. Okay. I'll take the next one. Okay. Ooh, this is going to be a fun one. Myrtle! And not your dog, oh, but the morning Myrtle. Not my dog. <laughs> oh, boy. Myrtle. Oh, yeah. Hmm. She is a special one, isn't she? Actually, we don't know that much about her. Just no. we see how... She she has a kind side on her when we think about later in the stories when she's consoling Malfoy. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to cheer him up and, you know, be there for him when he's on his lowest, hiding in the bathroom. But she can be so mean and cheeky at the same time, too. She can be mean. Sounds like my dog. Uh, no, oh, my dog's not me, but she's definitely <laughs> cheeky. Yeah, I don't know what to do with her. She has the potential to be kind, but seems to only do it when it serves her, which is actually very Slytherin of her, I feel like. What is she gaining when she's like looking after him? She wants attention. Do you think she gets attention from Malfoy? Well, he's he doesn't have anyone else in that bathroom to give him attention, and no one else has been in her bathroom for Lord only knows how long because she makes it such a trash bin. But I think that I think that she wants attention, and I think we see that too when she comes to visit Harry in the bathroom in the fourth mm-hmm. book, where she's just like, "Oh, I could help you. Oh, hello, Harry," and she's just <laughs> kind of looking around. I mean, attention is one of the things that she wants to. But is there is there anything that would be qualifying her in in the tiniest bit as a Hufflepuff? I mean, there is a bit of kindness in her, but is there anything else that we could make a decision on how to place her? She's very loyal to her toilet. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, big plus point. <laughs> plus five. Oh, no, no. I'll give her one point and we put her in sort of the Voldemort, Ludo, Bagman kind of area, I would say. Yeah, I'm going to put her between. I'm icing up between Ludo and Gilderoy and for Voldemort. me is still on the, on the lowest. Yeah, he still has a negative four for me. I'll kind of put her next to Ludo, maybe. I mean, she's not completely awful, just as Ludo. Hmm. I might give Myrtle a 1.5, and I might move her up to above Ludo Bagman, because yeah. I feel like she's more Hufflepuff than Ludo Bagman is, and I'll reserve that spot between Voldemort and Ludo Bagman for someone else. I am pulling only difficult ones today. Now we have Madame Rosemerter. Oh, oh, okay. So we don't really know too much about Madame Rosemerta. No, Except we she's a don't. sultry woman running the bar. <laughs> I mean, she, in a way, I've always seen her as this very social, friendly, open person, you know, with her little place where she's serving the people, her the drinks, and... Um, mm-hmm. So in that way, we are... We Hufflepuffs are very friendly, very social. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would give her a point. It's a very simple one, but it's maybe a start. Yeah. Do you want me to read her little biography thingy from the fandom wiki? Okay. Uh, it says she's a British witch who was the landlady of the Three Broomsticks pub in the village of Hogsmeade. She was put under the Imperious Curse by Draco Malfoy in 1997. And then after being placed on the curse, she helped Malfoy against her will to smuggle things out of the castle. And she likely later redeemed herself in fighting in the Battle of Hogwarts. It says she's older than the Marauders. And there's actually a pretty long backstory on this woman. That doesn't tell us much. <laughs> I'm trying to scan quickly. Yeah. Unwilling agent of the Death Eaters. Angered when the Dementors were in Hogsmeade. So she she seems to be on the side of good. And we see that in the books too. And I think you were just speaking to that where she is not on the side mm-hmm. of Voldemort and is forced to do so by Draco. As this says, later redeems herself at the Battle of Hogwarts unknown. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're right. We don't really... It's mostly just saying things that she, like, did. Some of them are under the Imperious Curse. So we don't really have, like, too much back knowledge. But... She definitely is someone who's like caring and giving and she, I feel like she's very, very protective of her bar and of anyone who like of the kids. And if anyone's in her bar, she doesn't want anyone to do harm to them. So she is higher. She's higher than Myrtle yeah. and Ludo, I would say. Maybe under Dumbledore? I, I feel like I want to rank her higher than Dumbledore because I feel like she's just... Uh, in Higher? Yeah, when in I... my head, I feel like she is actually even more caring than Dumbledore is in a way because she she just is there for the kid I I imagine she's just like this woman who uh, actually no maybe not because she's supposed to be like is she supposed to be like a sultry barmaid or is she supposed to because Ron is in love yeah (laughs) okay maybe below Dumbledore then okay okay let's give this another big shake and see if we get someone easier this time lots of difficult ones Oh, no, of course we don't, because it's Aberforth. Oh, Aberforth and his goats. Oh. I thought this would be so much easier. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get some points, too, because he has goats. I mean, you have to be a good person to own animals, right? I mean... He loves animals. He's patient. He's supporting the kids also and making sure they have enough to mm-hmm. eat and drink. And he gives them the pathway back to Hogwarts. 
when they come out of it, he, he doesn't do anything for, like, he doesn't, like, call the ministry or anything. He's like, oh, students from Hogwarts through a portrait. Oh, goody. I think he would never admit it, but I think that he's also quite loyal to Albus. Yeah, I, I think so, too. He would be someone who would value friendships, maybe not with people. Mm-hmm. I think he goes somewhere along, maybe above Rosberta. I'm gonna put him... I don't know. I kind of want to put him above Dumbledore, honestly. Because I feel like he's more loyal. Yeah, I I feel like he would be... Ah, it's difficult. It's so difficult. Yeah. But I, I do also have the feeling I would put him above Albus. Yeah, I feel like I want to bright him slightly above Albus. Because I could see Aberforth yeah. being in Hufflepuff like as his house. I could see that. Dumbledore, no way. Aberforth, I feel as if he actually could be in the Hufflepuff house. He would be like a burnt Hufflepuff because of what's happened to him in the past. But I think that he would actually be a Hufflepuff. Okay. Give us something easy. Come on. (laughs) Oh, one of my special ones that I bought. Oh boy. (laughs) You're going to love this one. And those... Only listeners who have listened to our podcast before will know. Is it it's the fireback crab? Bob the Niffler. Oh, Bob it's the Niffler. Okay, Bob the Niffler automatically gets first place. <laughs> all the points. He gets like 20 points on my scale from one to four. He gets 20 <laughs> points. Oh, boy. I think we need to explain oh. Bob the Niffler just so briefly for anyone who's watching. So as you guys might know, if you've seen the Fantastic Beasts movies, there is a Niffler featured in the movies and it, mm-hmm. it for some weird reason all of the other animals have a uh, beasts have names but the niffler doesn't have a Except name him. so we have another podcast that i am a part of and that mel listens to it's called speak bc and the girls and gentlemen at speak bc decided that the niffler's name would be pastries which is a very cute name and we've just kind of adopted that and we had my best friend Kim on our podcast, episode eight. She loves Nifflers, like truly like the Niffler fanatic of the entire world. And so we were deciding what the middle name of the Niffler would be. We decided his middle name is Bob. So pastries Bob Niffler. I'm writing down Bob the Niffler gets all the points. So he's for me on place number one. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting Bob at the top. Just so you know. <laughs> Like, I mean, without even explanation, we all know that he's the winner of this situation. I mean, he's kind of sneaky, of course, but he's so adorable. He's very loyal. You know, Nifflers are very affectionate once you earn their trust. And Newt and his Niffler definitely, they have a fun relationship. But I think that, yeah, no. They're friends. 200,000 points Juliana gave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we have two left. Oh boy. We have another beast, and uh, we are just not getting any any easy ones. Fluffy! Oh, okay. <laughs> it's... Hmm. I don't even know how to... Hmm. I, I don't even know. Maybe like, I should what... have not put him in the cup. Do you want to pick another one? Should we have one that we can ditch, and we ditch Fluffy? Yeah, let's do that, because that one's... <laughs> I didn't fully think through that one. I, I thought that one was just funny. And I wasn't really thinking when I put it on the list. Winky. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Winky. So we know hmm. more about Winky. 
I was going to say, if you're someone in our uh, live stream right now and you've only seen the Harry Potter movies and you're like, who is Winky? Aha. You must read the books because they fully cut her out and it's so sad. So Winky is our little house elf friend. And Winky is so loyal. It's not even doing anything good for, for herself. So it's overly loyal already that it just puts her into trouble all the way. Yeah. So and I even give her two points for that. <laughs> and I feel like she tries to be a friend to people. And I feel as if maybe in her head, in some capacity, she is friends with Master Balti. I know she would need like a higher voice. Yeah. Master Balti. Oh, Master Balti. Oh. <laughs> okay. Any other points? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I want to give her like a 2.5-ish on my rating scale. I mean, she's very kind. So that would put her still over Rose Merger. Yeah. I feel like I want to put her between Aberforth and Dumbledore on my... Under Aberforth? Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe okay. I just like Aberforth. Maybe I'm just a goat fanatic. I don't know. I've given her a 2.75. Lupin is... Oh, no. Okay. I was just going to say, Lupin is still my number one. But Bob the Niffler is my number one. Okay. Uh, we have one left, I think. Or do we have already all? Because your we might your because my writing I, in the doc I'm, is a I'm, little bit. Yes, we have them. Yes, we have ten. We can count. Okay. And I think I'm going to stick with my <laughs> initial my rating that I have created here in the doc. Why don't you let us know what what was your rating, Mel? And then we can compare ratings. So I think Niffler Bob is definitely number one. Duh. We agree on that. Duh. Then we have Lupin on second place. Yep, ditto. Aberforth is third. Yep. Uh, Winky comes fourth. Mm-hmm. Then I have Madame Rosmerta or Dumbledore. I am not sure about these two. I gave Dumbledore an extra 0.25. Dumbledore is 2.5 points and Rosmerta is 2.25 points. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stick with that. Because from what we know from Madame Rosmerta, yeah. we just don't know too much. And I feel as if Dumbledore is at least a 2.5 on this scale. Then I have uh, Myrtle, mm-hmm. just like you. I think yep. we are quite the same. Then Ludo. Yep. Ninth place is Voldemort. And then and the ultimate... <laughs> the non-Hufflepuff. <laughs> Gilderoy. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, Mr. Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you here are I am. by us worse than Voldemort. That is something. <laughs> I erased your memory. Oh my god. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Okay. That was more difficult than I thought it would be. I know. That was quite just a challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Now that we got through that. <laughs> yeah. We have our fun segments that we do every week. Uh, for people who are listening, normally we have two to three little fun thingies that we do at the end of each episode that are just silly and fun and we enjoy doing. So we have a segment called Sophie's Choice. We have a friend, Sophie, who is German, who likes to give us dastardly complicated words. And I try and pronounce them in German. I also try and guess what the meaning is. Mel is typing it into our shared document right now, and I have no idea what what this is. This is going to be, usually it's like a crashing train ride into a wall, and I get it so wrong, I have no idea what it means. It's just a mess, and it's great, and we're here for the ride. Anyone who would like to try and say it themselves, I have written it down for you so you can see it as well. Try to do your best, Juliana, and figure it out. 
Okay. Oh, and I also want to say, if anyone is listening to this and you want to try and pronounce this word, record yourself and send us the audio recording at puffcastpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. And we will play it on one of the future episodes because I think that would be really funny. Okay, so here we go. Here's my word. As I normally do, I'm just going to dive straight on headfirst into this because truly I have no idea in this one big old long word that I don't even know where the where to separate it because that's how German is. Leibenstrank. Oh gosh, we get these ones that have like tildes and dots over them. Oh, God. Leibenstrank. <laughs> oh God, there's like four cons- five consonants in a row. Leibenstrank. Leibenstrank. Light Leben strength No, which means no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Tell me how to pronounce it first. That way I can kind of maybe guess what it means. Okay. It is pronounced Liebestrankfläschchen. Yeah, no, I was nothing near that. <laughs> Nowhere near. But what do you think it could be? Is it multiple words? Yes, I am going to separate them for you again to... Okay. Uh, Just if someone still wants to see it, that's the word we are looking for. Any random guess. It's something magical that we know from the stories. uh, Oh, it's something magical? Okay. I am going to guess that it is a flesh-eating slug. (laughs) Because there's an F in this. I was predicting something along the lines to Sophie when she sent me this word that you would make something out of it concerning flesh, but no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Liebestrankfläschchen means love potion bottle. Oh, oh. no, I would have gotten that. No. Nope. See, Liebestrank is the love potion, and Fläschchen oh, okay. or Flasche means bottle. Oh, like a flask. Yeah, sort of. There you go. You learned something new. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. Wow. As always. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> it's an educational podcast. Who knew? <laughs> so lastly, we have one more fun segment, and that is Juliana's joke of the week. And yeah. hold yourself tight on your chairs, because they are usually really awful. <laughs> but first... But the first one is our favorite, so we are repeating this one. But then we have a second one that is new. This is the joke that I live for. Yes. So. Shoot the first one. Yeah. What do you call a great wizard made of bread? Crumbledore! Crumbledore! <laughs> uh, I also, we have, I made Crumbledore stickers for yeah. us. This is Crumbledore! <laughs> He's a loaf of bread with a beard. <laughs> oh, I got one more joke. This is one that Mel hasn't heard yet. And I, if you want more jokes, I, I have other jokes too that I've already told, but I, I think I'm pretty funny. So, what kind of cheese goes around a castle? Mozzarella. Get it? Like mozzarella, but in a moat. Moat goes around a castle. It's a moat. I don't get it. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's great. Okay, um, this is where my language skills probably stop because <laughs> it's a moat, Zarilla. Oh, okay. Well, the moat is the thing that go- is the water that goes around a castle, and then mozzarella is the cheese. So it's mozzarella. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm glad oh, we boy. at least got one laugh. 
the crumble door jokes just it, it's pleasing audiences everywhere <laughs> So this was our episode of the PopCon and as you might have noticed this ended a little bit abruptly because we have had KJ jumping into our live stream and started to end the conversation with us together. So we had to cut a little bit around. So Juliana, if you want to give us the contacts. Yes, welcome back to the present. We're glad that the time turner brought you back to the correct <laughs> moment. Welcome, it's 2021. Don't worry, it's not 2020 anymore. That nightmare is partially over. It wasn't all bad. <laughs> no, but there was a lot of bad things. But there was also a lot of good things. Yeah. But we're glad that you're back with us. Hello, welcome friends. And if you would like to get in contact with us, you can listen to us on all platforms where podcasts are found. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PuffCastPod. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PuffCast. You can send us an email at PuffCastPod at gmail.com. Currently, I am taking applications for BackstabberCast, and Mel is looking for a, possibly a new host. Oh, I don't know. So send her a silly joke. <laughs> she might pick you over me. <laughs> And if you like stabbing people with loaves of bread in the back, join me over at BackstabberCast. Send us an email. Mm -hmm. No, those are not real things, but we would love a nice laugh. So if you'd like, like to send us a fake application, please do so. <laughs> Awkward. And if you would like to support this crazy podcast, you can go on over to patreon.com slash puffcast and you can get exclusive benefits like bloopers, access to Buttercup's Tea Room, which is our exclusive Facebook group, stickers, and so much more. And also, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we are donating at least $1 to charity for each patron that we have every month. And we would just like to say thank you to our newest patron, Anu, for joining us over on Patreon. Yay! Yay! We love her, and she has very fun crafts, and we're excited to have her join our little community. So welcome, Anu. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you. Yes. And as we said towards the beginning of the episode again, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it here. I will stalk you and give you a sticker. <laughs> I'm not going to drop that bit. <laughs> uh, good luck finding Katarina because we are not sure if we know her or not. Um, I think she's a person we haven't talked to yet. So uh, good luck finding her. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she listens to this episode. Send us a message or an email. Yeah, send us an email if it was you. Yeah, and we'll, yeah. we'll get you a sticker. I'll, I'll send you a new sticker and an old sticker. So, <laughs> until next time, stay puffy. And badger on. Thank you.